Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well. All right. So, you know what I think they need to bring back to Nickelodeon? I think they need to bring back, is it Linda Ellerby and <laughs> Nick News? We talked about this lady before. Yeah, I mean, I no, didn't watch no. as a kid. I don't know if I would I, and I a watch lot- now. Right, a lot of remember we said that all oh, was boring or whatever. No, I think we need to bring that back, um, so that it does bring a lot of light and information to the youth. Um, mm. I say this because the other day Nickelodeon it's decided to have me. eight minutes of silence and the oh. words "I can't breathe." You didn't hear about that? No. Mm-hmm. They interrupted. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, stick stickly. They interrupted the program. I had I Can't Breathe, and it was a oh. lot of mixed reviews from that. Some people were just like, oh, it stopped. Whatever, Paw Patrol, my kids were watching, and they were enraged. So is that why? Parents, okay. Mm-hmm, and then other parents were just like, good. I've been seeing a lot of stuff on the news about how to talk to your kids about race, so I'm mm-hmm. wondering if that's where the catalyst was. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And so it, shout out to Nickelodeon awesome. for that. Shout um, out, shout out. We do need to bring back shows like Nick News. Um, That's the th- I always I always remember Nickelodeon always being very um, just conscious, mm-hmm. like you know about uh, very diverse and inclusive. And mm-hmm. they would like they would have their little shows where they would talk about what was going on in the world as it relates to kids and wouldn't shy away from stuff like race. I, I we had a good upbringing, man. We had it. We had. A we good, did. We, we did. And then somewhere, it, you know, it got lost. And the translation, yeah. the same thing with MTV. That MTV damn SpongeBob. Very, very informative, and then MTV like veered off, and now you don't have MTV News anymore. It's just right. Um, same thing with VH1. VH1. I was just speaking the other night. Every night it's a wild and out marathon. It's like damn, for, for, for like yeah. four hours, you know. They so it's like I think we need to bring. Ratings. Yeah, we need to yeah. bring bring those back because Some consciousness back. Yeah, <laughs> shit's getting lost in the sauce. Y'all crying because they stopped stopped any Paw Patrol cartoon to have eight minutes of silence. Ciao. Let's start the show. I've been working all night. Now I need to hear you call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Popping, popping on the way. How far we take it all the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been going all day. Welcome back to another episode of the On The Way Podcast, where we give it to you straight. In this space, we won't say anything behind your back that we won't say to your face. We keep you up to date with the latest music, news, and everything related while you are on the way. I'm Khalil. And I'm Sylvie. And this is the On The Way Podcast. You can listen to this podcast on your way down to June Bug's house to help him sort out all that good Louis Vuitton that he done picked up during the weekend. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> Leo, <laughs> you are tickled by care. that. <laughs> I don't care. 
You can listen to this podcast on your way to sign any and every petition for justice in the name of someone black right now. Right now. But either way, anyway, this is the On The Way podcast. Black Queen. Yes. Sylvie Jones. How are you? I'm real blessed. Um, happy to be alive in this space. Happy new month. We are in June now. It's felt like we've been, we're in December. Like it just feels like the year has been so long. We're so only long. halfway through. Um, but wait, there's more. I Wait, am, there's more. Right. I am still advocating for mental health. I have been documenting every single day. Um, just keeping a, a video log. Just my fun, my thoughts, um, what's going on, how I'm feeling, how I'm doing. And it's very helpful. Um, mm-hmm. Still getting out there, still being active every single day. Um, still standing by with my brothers and sisters who are out there actively protesting. And mm-hmm. um, definitely supportive of that. Um, definitely pff, everything black. Um, rooting for everybody black and everything black as always. And yeah, it's been a hell of a week, and we just started. How are you, Kalu? I'm doing good, my sister. I'm doing pretty good, as well as somebody can be during this time. Um, you know, I myself, I uh, uh, to I'm doing good. But if one more of my white friends call me to ask me just to check up on me to see how I'm doing, I'm going to snap. Oh, my gosh. Listen, my white how people, cringy. I love you. Oh, my gosh. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Uh, um, And not all my white friends, not my close, close ones. Y'all know who you are. But 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 um, the randos, the rando things that I've been getting. The thing is, it's 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 quite cringy. Um. And it's it reminds me of the burden of being black in America, of having to oppress, having to educate the people who've oppressed you. Right. Um, and it's a burden. Don't get it's a burden. And and but it's not I don't want this is where it gets tricky because I don't want you to feel like it's not appreciated. But it's just like I can't be annoyed if, if this is what I can be annoyed if this is what's woken you up. I have to tell you, it is quite annoying <laughs> if this Very. is what's woken you up. Um, but I can't be upset for too long because at least now you're woken up. I think that the fact that everybody's home and it's been on their t- their TV screens 24 hours, so they feel like they're consumed by it. There's no escape in it. I feel like that for some reason, we've really seen a change. You see the protests out there and you see it's a lot of white people out there. Um, and I think that them seeing the, them having to be compounded with it for the last 10 years at least of this video evidence it could have broken out at any moment but this was the straw that broke the camel's back and i think that everybody is feeling affected by it i can't be upset that this is what woke you up all i can do is challenge you to keep up this awareness that you have after this moment is over like the in-between times in-between tragedies when it's not trendy Make sure that you're still checking up on your black friends. Make sure that you're still advocating and, and um, you know, advocating for them, for their lives in spaces that we can't get into, that you naturally walk into. Make sure that you keep up that fight. Have those conversations amongst yourselves. But other than that, I'm doing all right. I was feeling a little bit torn. Like, you know, I should be down there protesting. But I realized that's, I'm, God bless you all, and that is necessary. 
that's not I can I'm not trying to fight like that right now during this pandemic. For me, I can't make sense out of that. Um, how to continue to be safe around those that I'm that I that I'm having to be here in the house with. I can't do it. But I but I do think that there are other ways that a lot of us can fight. We have this podcast. I have music. I spent so many hours this week on texts and on Zooms and conversations with some of my Howard friends about how we can actually make a difference, what the steps are to take. So just know that there are different, yeah, there are different ways to fight and different ways to plan and actually be about the action. So I'm doing all right, doing pretty good, snaking my way through this uh, Jeffrey Epstein documentary. I'm only on episode two. Don't ruin it for me. I don't even watch it and I'm not even going to. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> listen, I'm sure you. I'm sure you like. I'm not. Mhm. But that's how I'm doing. You good? I'm good. Let's get into the weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. <clears throat> to keep up with our weekly playlist, follow us on Instagram at On the Way Weekly. We release it every week. This week we've got Chromatica. By Lady Gaga, Lil Boat 3 by Lil Yachty, Flamagra by Flying Lotus, and Diplo presents Thomas Wesley Chapter 1 Snake Oil by Diplo. Word. I, I would just like to acknowledge yes, I know this is probably one of the blackest weeks we've had in 2020, and I, it's not lost on me. This is probably one of the whitest playlists we've had. However, <laughs> we're going to get through this. This week, for my first album, I had Chromatica by Lady Gaga. <laughs> now, I, I low-key I low key felt bad for her as an artist. She delayed the release of this album due to COVID. And then the week she released it, George Floyd was murdered. And there wasn't nobody trying to hear no pop music. But that's, uh, that's why we have this platform and why we keep you up on the things that you might have let slip through the cracks. Once again, this week, she proved herself to be an ally to marginalized and disenfranchised people, uh, which is what she's really built her whole career off of. And she spoke up in like a three page long Twitter statement on the importance of black lives and the urgency for everyone to understand how we've been under attack, um, the importance of how we need to be supported in this moment and how much of a failure the president is. So she's still cool in my book. I heard some people really trying to write her off, though, based on her previous albums. And this time. She returned to her roots. Think uh, Beyonce 4, how she kind of went pop and then she came back to R&B and 4. She really returned to her roots um, um, and she made a banging ass pop album. I want y'all stupid love, love. That's <laughs> Uh, in the last couple of years, she's broken with pop and experimented with jazz and folk and, and country even. But she's uh, with her collab with uh, Tony Bennett and the Joanne album. And that's because she's a vocalist. And at the end of the day, she can. But she's also a really good writer, simple and vivid and with the right melodic elements behind her that easily fit into the pocket and have you humming one of her melodies on loop in your head and you don't even expect it. It was really reminiscent to the um of the Fame and Fame Monster, which was a whole decade ago. That was 2010. It's 2020. Um, my favorites on this one were Alice, Stupid Love, <laughs> Rain on <laughs> Me, featuring Ariana Grande, which I actually thought was a dope little pop bop. Hearing her yeah, describe how uncomfortable, yeah, hearing her describe how uncomfortable she made Ariana recording at first, um, to draw the best vocals out of her was really funny. Plastic Doll, Sour Candy, featuring Blackpink, is also a bop. 
She did a collab with Elton John on here, which I'm sure was like a pop dream for her, and it was really was great. But my favorite song, I think, was was Enigma. We could be lovers, even just tonight. We could be anything you want. We could be jokers, right till the daylight. We could break all of our stigma. I'll be your enigma. I'll be your enigma. I'll be your enigma. I'll be your enigma. Can't stop staring. I'm so naked. I can relate to pop because, like I said before. I think the common element that all music has is soul and Gaga's brand of transparency and risk and creativity. It, re- it resonates with me. So dug it. I enjoyed the, um, the promo for rain on me with Ariana Grande and how they were like weather women. And it's like a little quarantine weather thing. It's cute. If you oh, look it up, they have like several like IG videos about it. <clears throat> This week for my first album, I had Little Boat 3 by Lil Yachty. He's a 22-year-old rapper, singer, and songwriter from Atlanta, Georgia. He's signed to one of the hottest labels out right now, Quality Control. The same label that has Migos, Cardi, Lil Baby, City Girls, etc. This isn't the first time we had Lil Yachty on the playlist. We reviewed his first album, Teenage Emotion, back in 2017. Since then, Yachty has released three studio albums, had acting roles in four movies, including the sequel to How High, How High How 2. How High 2. It wasn't bad. It really wasn't. It wasn't How High at all, but it wasn't bad. It kind of copied the first script, but it wasn't bad. Okay. DC Young Fly. Okay. I love DC. Um, And he's also been nominated for a Grammy, MTV Awards, and Billboard Awards. To me, Lil Yachty's music is very catchy. Um, his style is really laid back yet eclectic and the visuals to his songs um, are very animated and I love them. A few favorites of mine on this album were Oprah's Bank Account, which she has a video, video for um, featuring Jake and Lil Baby where he's Oprah. That's on this album? That video mm-hmm. came out a while ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Money and me are the same, but I just don't fall for you. Yeah, run me your body, I put a range on the road for you I don't know what you were told, but I ain't mad at you, baby If I sent you up, me to a beat, boy, you crazy Diamond and a rough, you look as good as Oprah's bank account I just wanna take you out, fuck you in your mama house Overseas, I fly you out Is he tricking? Do she really love me? Let's just find it out Baby, what's up with your mouth? See the girl straight from the south Is they mad that you for me? Enjoyed Range Rover Sports Truck with Lil Keed, Pardon Me, Future and Future, and Mike Will, and Demon Time. Um, I definitely know for a fact he makes a lot of music for the youth. Um, it's definitely something that you can you can get into to turn up with, or you can just lay back and listen to and just vibe out and understand. Definitely for our new generation. This week for my second album, I had Flamagra, Deluxe deluxe, deluxe Edition by Flying Lotus. Story time. So the last time I saw Fly Low Sylvie was at 
the place that you've yet to go, and we not going this year, Afropunk um, 2016. <laughs> <laughs> and I was there with Robin Latay. And in the spirit of Brooklyn, I got a nutcracker from the street while waiting online. You know, he was waiting. Why not? Why not have some strangers alcohol bathtub brewed little quarter water? The hell is wrong with us? Coronavirus. No wonder we're disgusting. However, and I'm standing there with Rob and we're watching the show and Flylo has the strobes going off crazy. And the next thing you know, I can't see straight. I can't stand up. I start leaning on Rob because literally <laughs> I can't stand up. And this guy talking about, get off me. I'm like, dog, I can't. He like, nigga, stop playing. I'm like, dog, I really, I'm really not. Quarter Water had me, had me seeing the strobes and it, and then other people stepped in. And then he took it serious. He's like, oh, oh, oh. And then he took me to the side and we got it together. But... I have not been back to a Fly Low show since, I'll tell you that. But the thing about Fly Low is that when they drop, you know that the vibe is always going to be there. They're among my favorite indie R&B slash hip-hop, chill wave, electro, hippie, black hippie bands of the last decade. And the awesome part was that they featured some of our favorite fellow indie artists as well. So this album alone felt like a little black hippie fest. Um, I really loved the whole thing. More featuring Anderson Pack was the start of the collabs, and what and that's what set the tone for me by first listening and then recognizing his voice, which was how I heard the whole album. Spontaneous featuring Little Dragon, uh, Fly Low, and Little Dragon. I don't need to say nothing else. All Spies was an awesome track. Love the production. Yellow Belly featuring the amazingly bizarre lyricist Tierra Wack. He got titties on his face. <laughs> it's just hilarious. Um, like what? <laughs> um, but she made that sound. She she just made that little that line sound so dope. Like she does with everything. She takes the most absurd things and makes it sound cool as hell. That um, she does. Bl- yeah, Black Balloons featuring Denzel Curry. I really appreciated this collab. The Climb featuring Thundercat is th- Thundercat and Flylo. It was it was the perfect. It's the perfect summer. Like Sunset Anthem. You got to watch that when the sun is going down. Pygmy, make you want to light some incense and do a tribal dance. <laughs> Maybe it's me because I haven't heard from Toro Imwa in a while. In a while. So hearing his perfect introspective simplicity on nine carats was great. But I think my favorite surprise was identifying Solange's voice on Land of Honey. <laughs> second album this week i had diplo presents thomas wesley chapter one snake oil okay <clears throat> mm. personally 
I'm a huge Diplo oh, yeah. fan. Um, a lot of people know Diplo from the lead member of Major Lazer, which is also where I first got introduced to him. Um, super electronic mixed with dance hall fusion group mm-hmm. that just when they perform and when they have concerts, it's amazing. And it's so it's such an experience. Are they the ones who made that uh the the girls run the world song first on the floor? Their beat, All right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I've also first learned about on the floor. Dip- I also first learned about Diplo from um, MIA, the artist, the rapper, mm. um, FM collabing with her, and from Mad Decent festivals that he used to hold in Brooklyn. Um, <clears throat> besides that, Diplo has only been producing and has only produced and only produced and came out with one studio album. And that is Florida, uh, which is very surprising. And I didn't notice it because every time I always hear from him, it's with Major Lazer. Um, so another reason why I decided to pick this album and listen to it. Now, the album artwork itself is country. The genre is country. So I was very skeptical. I was like, mm, I don't know, Diplo. But let me tell you something. I was wrong. I never knew that I would enjoy it this much. Um, there are, it's featured all country artists, yes, but with Diplo's production. Oh. So I didn't feel like I was. I was really listening to a country album all the way through. Um, I felt like it was a mixture of happy, not sad, and not the typical. A few favorites mm-hmm. of mine. We're So Long, featuring Cam. Um, Lonely, featuring the Jonas Brothers. Dance With Me, featuring Thomas Rhett and Young Thug, which I didn't even know he was on there until I just heard his voice, and I was like, is that Thugger? Um, Dosi Do was so country, but it was like Blanco Brown's Whisper made the song like something that I would play like at a turned-up kid's party. Um, on Mine, featuring Noah Cyrus. And her dad is also on the album, Billy Ray Cyrus, and he threw the remix um, with Lil Nas X, uh, Old Town Road, on there as well. Oh, One of my oh, favorites. Diplo did that? Mm-hmm. Oh. One of my favorites um, from that album as well. Another one of my favorites from that album is Heartless featuring Morgan Wallen. Um, I first heard of the song um, a few months ago on TikTok, and which I really don't even use anymore. That's another story. But um, it was like so yeah, catchy. I heard the here on this album is so fresh so good i love what he did i love how this is just something that i did not expect um and it made me love him as an artist even more so yeah this week for our honorable mentions we had mr hood by ace hood alfredo by freddie gibbs and the alchemist painted deluxe edition 
by Lucky Dip. And the singles, Happy and Things I Should Have Said, by Sons of James, a.k.a. Rob Milton and DJ Harrison. So a lot. (laughs) One of the things that I found was so interesting was the fact that white lives matter was trending. Now, when I first seen this, I was like, okay, here we go. Black lives matter is trending. So of course somebody else has to make it trending. What's going on. Come to my surprise, clicking on the hashtag, a bunch of funny memes. And apparently K-pop stands have taken over the hashtag and spammed it. So right. when you click on it, you're going right. to get a whole bunch of just like K-pop stuff. You're going to get a whole bunch of just memes. You're going to get a whole bu- like literally videos of them dancing. Like um, I found it. He Larry us. Okay. Come on. First John all, Cook. Stand- Come on. John Cook. <laughs> That's my man from BTS. He had become. Um, that's my man from BTS, <laughs> Jung Cook. Of course, we know that a lot of the white supremacists were trying to mute and get rid of the Black Lives Matter movement and the hashtag. Um, so, by hearing about this, uh, a bunch of I guess a bunch of our K-pop allies are just like, you know what? Let's help bring awareness to white lives matter and show them that they don't matter and this is not what we're doing right now and here's some funny things instead the same mm-hmm. things being done online on instagram as well as well as i noticed um a lot of people who are using like like black images were like using different hashtags underneath like trump 2020 and um um trump pence and i'm like why are they posting but it's because they want so that you click on a hashtag um, so that a lot of images of black black people and what's going on in the movements are showing up. So right. I thought right. it was a good idea. Thank you. I Much think this is amazing. <laughs> um, another way that you can stand um, and definitely informative. That's <laughs> <All right. laughs> hilarious. Well, what's going on this week, Kalil? So okay, let's talk about it. So this week, two sisters. Not blood, but black. Who work in music marketing, Jamila Thomas and Brianna. Ooh, I hope I don't say your name wrong. Agemang. Okay. I think. Mm-hmm. They both came up with the hashtag, the show must be paused. Which many alternately referred to as Blackout Tuesday. And I think I know where it broke down because I saw something trending about something that's going to happen in July on Tuesday that um, was also called Blackout Tuesday. But I think this right, thing also we're supposed to on only buy Tuesday. black. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and they said 
the quote was, our mission is to hold the industry at large, including major corporations, plus their partners who benefit from the efforts, struggles and successes of black people accountable. Um, and so it wasn't really, which is a valiant effort. But it wasn't really clear what the leading hashtag was because people got confused. Mm-hmm. And the movement low-key ended up getting hijacked by other causes. When people stood in solidarity for justice for black lives, but they attached their own causes to it. And people were urged not to attach the Black Lives Matter hashtag to it as it would um, as it would dilute and drown out the info for the actual Black Lives Matter cause in a time that would be really antithetical. I a lot of the problems a lot of the platforms like Apple Music, Tidal, Spotify, they joined in by um, only making black music available on their homepage, for instance, for the day, Amazing. Uh, making certain uh-huh, making certain playlists and even releasing a track of just eight minutes of silence for George Floyd. Labels like Sony, Def Jam, um, they release statements. Republic Records, they said they would cease releasing music for the time being to keep focus on the current issue, which is great. For me, what I want to see at this time is action. We all do. Um, those same people who have the power to control the statements and the issues and the way that these record companies are getting involved, I want to see those same people um, working to make sure that more people are included at the executive level. And all, and not just the urban department, and all the different departments. Um, that artists are getting better and, and fair deals. That they're actually able to, you know, benefit and not uh, end up in a 360 situation because they're greener, newer. That they're going to be taken advantage of, and that they don't end up in deals where they end up enslaved, like Kanye. Um, you know, like he pointed out. Universal said that they're developing a task force to investigate issues like inclusion. So. We'll see. Um, so I've seen a few artists post it, but um, like Khalees and uh, Erica Badu. Um, apparently, mm-hmm. this is come a post come from someone named Josh Khan. Um, okay. but he posted on Twitter and also on Instagram. He said, "If the music industry wants to support Black lives, labels and platforms can start with amending contracts, distrib- distributing royalties." diversifying boardrooms and retroactively paying back all the black artists and their families they have built their empires on. There you go. There you go. So That's it. Oh That's wait, it. apparently it's not it's it's not even from him. It's from like who is even from anymore. Anyways, it's being passed around from a lot of artists to artists mm. to um basically say the same message and yeah. I agree. I just also wanted to um since there was a little confusion, I do just want to share some um, organizations to follow, um, uh, things that you can donate to, because there still are ways that we can really make a difference, even if you're not out there protesting. Make sure that you follow the NAACP, follow um, at Colors of Change, at Black Lives Matter, at Showing Up for Racial Justice, at Civil Rights Org, at Reclaim the Block, at Ethel's Club, at United We Dream. Um, you can also donate to things like the Minnesota Freedom Fund, the George Floyd Memorial Fund, Bail Project, Black Lives Matter, National Bailout, Campaign Zero, National Bail Fund Network, um, Run With Maud, Justice for Brianna, The Innocent Project. 
there are just a whole lot of different ways that you can still contribute even if you're not out there with your boots on the ground on the way listeners what are some funds that you're contributing to let us know we'd love to help out we're gonna go and we'll be right back girl i rushed here just to take it slow i've been working all night and now i need it call my name where you at on the way how far on the way We're back, and it's time to get into the blackness. Don't touch my head. It's just me against the world. Who taught you to hate your family? The blackness. Here we talk about the world, i.e. black political and social issues, as we see them through our point of view. What's going on this week, Khalil? Well, this week, uh, today, the murder of George Floyd were arrested and charged by the Minnesota Attorney General, Keith Ellison. And he announced that the three others were charged with aiding and abetting second degree murder. Right. And that and um and they also up the original officer, the murdering officer, Chauvin, they they upped his charge to uh second degree manslaughter in addition Which to the his best third we can get murder charge. Right. Um they pointed out how last if the third degree murder charge was only at max gonna give him 25 years um and he probably definitely would have walked the family themselves they said that um they feel a little bittersweet they said that they're happy that he's charged but they're not gonna be they know that what he deserves is first degree murder a first degree murder charge and the family attorney ben crump who was also the family attorney for trayvon martin um, he said that it's not time to celebrate yet. They can't celebrate till they get whole justice. And I completely agree. I was listening to an episode of The Daily Today, and it was specifically about the rules that are in place when it comes to police officers. And I just like to point out, you know, the everybody it, it, it I hope that these officers last week were on pins and needles. The other three remaining ones watching the country burn, knowing that it was all because that the three of them had not yet been arrested. I hope that they sweat. I, I really it. do. And I well, I hope they do because I hope that they understood that it was like a it was only a matter of time before they were going to be charged as well. I hope that they were on pins and needles. And I still agree with the family. It's not time to celebrate yet. This is only I was listening to an episode of the Daily and there's so many protections that the police have in order that that can keep them from going to jail there's there's so many people who want this to happen who are in power but the way the system which is what everybody's protesting is set up is is really on the on the side of the police there's the mayor who thinks that he said early that night it was murder he had he arranged to have the four the four officers fired with the police chief um i think his name i, I just know his last name is, is arredondo and that police chief he had sued the minnesota police department on um basis of racist practices before he became the chief um mm. so now that he's the chief and he's now that he's the chief he was um he was one of the first people to with the mayor to fire the four officers 
And just I was watching an interview with him and the family. and He didn't know that the family was on the other end of the CNN interview and they were asking him direct questions. And he was really humble in the way he took off his hat and the way he was speaking to them directly. Um, but they don't even all have the power to to make sure that these officers get their job, keep their uh, don't get their jobs back. There's things like the police union, the guy who runs the police union. He's a staunch Trump supporter. And that is where the contract between the police union and the city, that is where a lot of towns run into issues with trying to reform their police departments. So, I mean, we don't so we it's not this is this is good. I don't I, it's a start to understanding why the rioting and the uh, or, or why the protests might stop. I didn't mean to confuse the two. Those are two different things that are still happening for the same reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but. This might be a start, and I hope so, but I also need people to understand that what people are really protesting is the system. And as long as the person who sits at the top of the system is a racist and a xenophobe and a, just a piece of just garbage, that I think people still have the right to continue to protest. Because while he's up there, nothing in the system is going to further try to benefit marginalized people, black people specifically. And that's worth fighting for. I think um, what a lot of people are saying is, oh, people aren't even doing this for George Floyd anymore. And you have to realize it's not only George Floyd. is mm-hmm. Khalif Browder. This could have popped off at any time. Right. Ahmaud Arbery. It's Breonna Taylor. It's not just George Floyd. Yes, you know, these these began even more after him, but it's, it's more than that. Um, Sean that- Reed, who got killed by the cops a few months ago, um, with with the suppose he had a gun on him and he didn't. Um, mm. This Philando Castile. It's so many black lives that have not been like that. That, that just need justice, and people are sick and tired, and they're over um, um, just doing these peacefully. I don't right. personally don't believe that there's such thing as a real peaceful protest anymore. I feel like we've done that back in the day, and that didn't really do much because even now I that agree. there are peaceful protests now there are still a lot of police and you see it because it's on video that disrupt that and try to create chaos and things of that nature because it's a peaceful protest and they want they they want you know to, to begin a riot you know and which is why a lot of people are sitting there blaming oh the protesters for the looting and it's like these are not the same things there's a lot of a lot of people who are looting because they are angry and upset and there are a lot of people who are looting because they're being paid by police officers to do so there are a lot of people who are looting because they're trying to blame it on the black lives matter movement and and it's just there are people who are who are within what, what what's going on right now and doing it mm-hmm. not truthfully and not for the movement then there are others who are i personally mm-hmm. would not be peacefully protesting with especially not with any cops um i'm not here for any protests of some cop kneeling down and me patting their back or some cop giving me a, a, a sob story on <laughs> how he knows it, justice yeah. and, and th- none of that none of that movement did not flinch not nothing like my sis mm-hmm. kiki said that ain't enough and I don't care for it. And there's a lot of times where these cops are doing this so that people can start, yeah, yeah, see, it's the star. Yeah, march with us, cops. Not with that shit. Not with I it at all. I just don't, I, uh, I can appreciate. A, a, Police a, propaganda. A, I can Cop-aganda. appreciate. 
I can appreciate a real like you sometimes I was watching one video and one cop tried to do it and he might have really trying to be it might have been an authentic thing for him to try to do and one of the other cops pulled him up real quick and said get up um I can appreciate something that's authentic but then my question is what are you going to do after this if this exactly. is the things that are waking you up okay but what are you going to do after this and some of the times it just starts to look trendy and like this is what everybody's doing so we're gonna fit in um but i also heard saw one in new york where they were like don't be fooled because 15 minutes after this picture they beat the dog shit out of us and i'm just like you know um i think that my last oh sorry go ahead or a lot of times cops will kneel and the, the whole group will kneel to get protesters to get closer to them and be like, yo, to shake their hand or get them a fucking high five or some dumbass shit just so they can spray them with tear gas. So then now what? Come on now, this bait. This bait. Oh, that's bait. You All seen, that propaganda is bait. Um, I, I, you saw the president yesterday who walked into the um who walked into the square made a speech about a couple days ago about law and order and at the same time in peace and then fired tear gas into the peaceful protesters so he'll go in there and get a photo op and hold the bible upside down um i think the anti i think he i don't even really follow his clownery um I, yeah oh, he, it was all over i don't the even news. follow his clownery no, it was on the news it, it was it, it was the first time they fired into peaceful protesters and now even his ex-military chief and the current military chief are saying that that's not the way um, that they, they're breaking with him. He, the, the, the point is, my, my point is that th- this was a, this country sitting on a ticking time bomb. Uh, yeah. This country sitting on a ticking time bomb. And just to say the, this time it was George Floyd and it popped off, but I just need everybody to recognize that George Floyd's video is no different. Like you said, than Philando Castile's, than Sandra Bland's the just the what's happening in the streets over this was justified to pop off at any time the right. only thing is that since the last 10 years since at least 2012 it's been dot or it's been or since 2009 really with Oscar Grant it's been documented and now you've been able to watch it build up year after year after year after year and this happened to be the straw that broke the camel's back what really needs fo- fixing are the the systems that are in place that are not benefiting the people who really need them, which is us. Whew. Anywho, this week for my Queen Spotlight, I want to shine a beautiful congratulations to Ella Jones. She was elected as the first black mayor of Ferguson, Missouri. Mm. So, <clears throat> congratulations. Um, she said this, this victory actually comes six years after the killing of Mike Brown, which also launched a whole bunch of massive protests, um, across the whole city. She's, she secured 54% of the vote while her opponent earned 46%. Don't even matter. Anywho, she says that it's just my time to do right by the people. Um, she was asked uh, what was her historic election, what her historic election would mean for Ferguson and the and the black residents. And she said one word, inclusion. So, um, yes, congrats. Um, definitely do not forget to go out there and vote. I don't care what your, what your opinions are, what your feelings are about voting. If you are registered and you have that right, please go out there and vote. Please don't sit there and just sit on nothing. I don't care if you think my vote counts, my vote doesn't count. You have your right. 
go ahead and 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 and, and cast that vote, cast that ballot. Please do not let saw- anything distract you from going out there and voting. Because let me tell you something: the next time there's an election or an election mm-hmm. Tuesday, anything else is going to be some kind of other big distraction that's going to try to prevent you from doing just that. So, do not fall into the trap. Get up, get out, vote. Um, I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's mail-in ballots or what. Something. Which they're going to try to prevent. You just, and you got to have to be careful. They're going to try to prevent your mail-in ballot this year, and they're going to try to suppress your vote this year. But all I know is I saw this picture today, and it was like a stats picture. And it said it was talking about how many votes that the president won by. But it was also on the other side had how many votes he could have, how many mm-hmm. people didn't I saw the same vote, thing. how many people stayed home and didn't vote, and how many votes he could have lost by. So please, I mean, it, it, we can be as a, we. I know we piss, and we rightfully so. But there is something we can do about it. And There's power in numbers. Play, I people are trying to make a point and kind of playing off the general election, kind of saying, you know, that's not the one that matters the most, and your local ones matter just as much, and that is true. But don't get it twisted; they all matter. They definitely and do. You and you all need to be a. Uh, uh, we all need to be a part of all of them. On the way, listeners, let us know what day your prim- your let us know what day your state's primary election day is. If it's already happened or if it's coming up. Tweet us at On the Way Weekly and let us know. We're gonna go. And we'll be right back. I don't need nobody else. Oh, you got me on the way. Yearning for your loving, baby. I need that every day. Cause you know this ain't made for for nobody but you. It's a wrap. It's time to get out of here, but not before we leave you with some encouragement. Once again, you can find our quotes on our Twitter at On The Way Weekly every Monday for some motivation. This week, our quote says, Radical simply means grasping things at the root. So um, I've been heavy on um, a lot of things black. And this quote comes from Angela Davis. And have you on looking at her speeches and um, her past work. Thank you, Queen, so much. Um, That I'm just enlightened. And I agree with her. It People look at others being radical as angry and upset and you know irrational and anything negative and that's not what it is especially in the time that we are that we're in right now there are people out there who are radical there are people out there who are protesting there are people out there who are upset yet they're really trying to show and 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 help you realize like hey we need a change and we need it now mm-hmm. we're not just upset for for nothing we are upset for a reason we're upset and we are tired Okay, mm-hmm. and we want change now. We don't want change mm-hmm. later on. We don't want half-assed Not, change. We, we want long the enough. whole damn thing. Okay, it's been right years. Now. It's been years. It's been decades. You know, we're sick and tired of it. That's why I, I personally don't accept 
anything that's 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 bare minimum. I have been ignoring anybody who's sitting there talking about educate me because Google's right fucking there. And I also feel like a lot of times people say the whole educate me thing because they want some kind of sugar coated response as to what's going on and how you feel, and they don't want to actually digest um, the injustice that's going on. And, 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 and realize it and, and definitely let it sink in. So they want somebody to give them some sugar-coated version of what's going on. And that's not, baby, this ain't, this ain't it. Mm-hmm. This ain't it. This ain't it. Okay? So, um, and shout out to the, to the celebrities and people who you thought were so woke, but they're exposing themselves I just day by too. day. By, I'm not even going to list any of them. But just day by day, the list gets longer. One of longer. them I specifically left off the honorable mentions this week. <laughs> day by day, y'all stupidity is showing. Y'all ignorance is showing. These are people of color and 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 people of color, okay? Black people and white. Because mm-hmm. there's, there's all three different categories. But y'all love it. Go ahead and lick the lollipop. Go ahead. Y'all love it. Child. You know, I think... My thing is a lot. Of, I, I've been seeing a lot of people who get upset at the specifically at the looting and the rioting. And before everybody, before we figured out that these were different groups, before we knew that they were different people, um, just the outrage at the rioting and the looting. And I, I get it because I would hate for somebody to come and riot or or tear apart something that's personal to me or my business, something that I've built up for years. Right. But my, but my. But in juxtaposition, I have to pose when you have a whole people that you take away, that you kidnap away from their continent, that you drag across the ocean to come and build up a whole country for free and then disregard of them. Then after it's done, disregard them. Don't give them the at least at least the forty acres and the mule that you promised. That doesn't None. come through. Um, and then you've separated them from their origin. To this day, I'm sure that anybody listening has other friends who say, "When you're going home this summer, where are you going? Oh, I'm gonna go visit my grandma in Greece. I'm gonna go visit my uncle in uh, Turkey. I'm gonna go visit my family down in." Chile. I'm gonna go visit my grandma over in uh, China. When my cousins and my family say that we're going to go visit our grandma, we're going down to Alabama. We're going down to Mississippi. We're going down to. We're going down south because we don't know how to go across the across the water to. We're not sure which country we come from in Africa. We're not sure where we come from in the continent. And I don't trust your 23andMe Ancestry.com because if they really knew, then I would be sitting face to face with my old my great grandmother right now with my with my with my aunt with my relatives right now. But we don't know. And so when you do that to a people for 400 years and then suppress them and then treat them like crap after segregate them and still oppress them after that's technically over, how can you expect what do you think is going to happen? I think a little bit of burning and looting is the least that you can expect. I'm not saying it's right, and I'm not saying I condone it, but I'm saying this country's been sitting on a ticking time bomb, and it's about time. I hate that um, this is happening during the coronavirus, 
But as we build this new world that we're going to go back into, we are, like Sylvie said, we're not willing to wait for peace or wait for the next time. You need to incorporate this now as you rebuild this new economy. You need to make sure that we are incorporated. You need to make sure that our interests are vetted into everything that you're doing. We're not willing to wait for next time. And there's no need for there to be another time that something like this has to pop off if you fix it now. That's all I've got to say. If you're looking for me, you can find me on the Instagram and the Twitter at K-A-H-L-I-L-X-D-A-N-I-E-L and on the Facebook at Instinct E-N-T and on the Facebook at Facebook.com slash KXD Music on the Apple Music, Tidal, Spotify, any digital streaming platform under Khalil Daniel. And if you're looking for me, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Sylvie Jones, S-Y-L-V-E-E-J-O-N-E-S. My fitness advice for you this week is to continue to work on your mental health, find some way, an outlet. Please de-plug from social media every few hours. Um, It's informative, yes, but it can also be very draining. I make sure to stay off of it for a few hours at a time, not even just every two seconds because... It is overwhelming. So mm-hmm. find something that helps out with your mental health um, to help you heal through this time. And yeah, stay black, stay blessed. Listen to music. That's what we're here for. Thanks. Uh, and for everything else you heard this week, this week, you can find us on our Facebook at facebook.com slash instinct E-N-T-I-N-C and on our website at instinctent.com slash on the web. And if you love what you hear, please make sure to like and subscribe to us on the Apple Podcast app. Leave a comment, rate, review, and let us know how you feel about the show, your thoughts of what's going on. Talk to us. We'd love to discuss things with you. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Later.